Hey everyone, Lisa here, your wellness and well-being coach at lisampepi.com and awellnessawakening.com. And today I was uh, actually just listening to a conference and they were talking about your acidic body and pH balance and leading into chemicals and chemicals that cause this balance to go completely off kilter. And so I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to actually talk to you a little bit about this. And I'm not sure what I'm going to title this yet, but I know it's going to have something to do with chemicals in you. And also these chemicals uh, that we have in our air, our water, our food is throwing off your pH balance so much so that your body cannot detox from it. And when you add in medications and other factors, then you have a complete toxic acidic soup inside of your systems, inside of your body. And that is something we really have to work on these days because it's hard to avoid all chemicals, um, but we have to really work to uh, detox every week and make sure that we are staying uh, at least a little bit balanced uh, to prevent uh, dis-ease, dis-ease, I say, because it's, you know, dysfunction and uneasiness within your body and your body systems. And uh, in taking responsibility for our own body systems, we have to understand that germ theory that's out there nowadays is not 100% accurate. Um, a lot of holistic and health practitioners have been saying it for many, many years. Um, you have to look at the entire system, the entire body to really see uh, what is going on. You also have to take into account all of the environmental factors um, to put them all together uh, to create a homeostasis within our bodies and our environments. And we do know that we are off kilter in those areas as well. So one of the first things I wanted to um, go over is the fact that, you know, I've seen a lot of um, people in the news and in other um, on other talks because I don't really watch the news. I kind of catch snippets online as I'm um, going to my alternative sources, you know, but they're all talking about the environment, climate change, global warming, you name it. Right. And I look at the people who are actually promoting or touting this. And I'm not saying that we don't have to take care of our environment. But I think they've got it a little bit um, backwards or wrong in my viewpoint because they're only worried about a carbon footprint. I never ever hear them talking about the chemicals, the pollutants that are coming from, you know, automobiles. Obviously, they do mention that a lot, but they also don't mention um, the. Um, the ways that they do process electricity, whether they're getting their electricity from solar farms or wind farms, still has some effects on the environment. Um, and those I won't go into here, I'll do a whole nother video on that. Um, they don't tell you how they're gonna generate enough electricity for all of the electric cars they wanna put out. They don't tell you that, you know, when they stop one part of the oil business, how another part can thrive. Um, there's so many factors going on, but just to stay a little bit in general about our health, the same people that are making billions and trillions of dollars and promoting all of this and trying to change 
um, a lot of things uh, for the to better our environment are also the same people that are polluting it or have been polluting it or are promoting it. So, you know, how I feel and what I've said for a long time is that, you know, they are not going to change everything until they figure out a way that they can actually make money with it and they can actually, you know, keep everything status quo. And sometimes I do see the same exact players involved. Like you'll see the major pharmaceutical companies, you'll see the major oil companies, you'll see um, you know, a lot of other corporations um, that actually have polluted the air for years in many ways. Um, and I'm talking about the people who manufacture pesticides, um, any chemicals that go into our foods, our air, our water, you name it. There is a complete list and uh, I won't go over that here because it would take me hours, but you can look it up online anytime you want. Um, and they're the ones that have been doing it all along. And all of a sudden they're saying, well, we've got to stop this. And, you know, I'm not against, you know, a, a clean environment and stopping all of this. However, I noticed that the companies, if you look at the the trail, the funding trail and the web of companies, they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. They're not going to stop genetically modified foods. They're not going to stop spraying pesticides on our foods and in the air and in the water. You know, they're making millions, uh, billions, maybe even trillions on it. So, you know, the next time you hear about environment and chemicals in our environment, Let's look at who's actually putting them into the environment and let's look at them and see if they are um, doing anything to actually get them out. And, you know, like I said, you know, changing from fossil fuel to wind and solar power for electric is really, really just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more under there if you really look and you can see that it's the same companies that are actually polluting and they are actually going to be controlling and you know regulating all of the solar and the wind power and like i said they also have environmental impacts as well so just take a look at that but you know in the interest of chemicals in you we want to make sure that even though we have to be around these chemicals we want to keep our body as you know ph balanced as possible and the only way to do that with everything that we're up against is to eat as clean as possible. Of course, eat organic when you can. And if not, you know, if you have a fruit or a vegetable, you can peel or you can wash or rinse very well. You have to make sure you're doing that. And, you know, one of the things for me that I find is if I eat mostly vegetarian during the week, um, I drink my lemon water and um, I actually have a gentle detox protocol that is a three to five day program. You can do it yourself over on my website at lisampepi.com. And uh, if you are in uh, my paid group, my monthly group, we do a gentle detox protocol in there at least every quarter because it's a good idea to actually focus on detoxing, not only every week, but if at the minimal once a month, or like I said, every couple of months, you wanna really focus in on being able to detoxify your body. But you know, you're bombarded by all of this and um, some places are worse than others um, as far as the air and the water uh, are, you know, as far as we're concerned with those, but also environmental inside, indoors. I talk about this all the time. You know, your indoor air quality is very important. Um, I'm still looking for a good air purification company that I can latch on to. I've tried a diff few different air purifiers and while they're all great, 
I'm not sure that they're perfect and I want to make sure that whatever I um, refer you to or whatever I recommend is something that works really well. Um, let's also talk about um, some of you know the pharmaceutical companies, um, some of their roots, believe it or not, <laughs> are in oil. <laughs> I know that sounds really far-fetched, but if you trace back their roots all the way back to, I'd say the eight, 18, early 1900s, maybe um, the 1800s, they started to, I know you remember, uh, maybe you don't remember, but maybe you've seen like, you know, the old man in the street, the snake oil salesman, right? You know, selling all of these concoctions. Well, some, you know, some of it's very interesting to go back and look at and see, you know, how they did it and what they did and what they put in it. And I'm not saying it was bad, but it was very interesting to see how it developed. And also, to see how once we started to have, you know, engines that required, uh, you know, fossil fuels and oil and how that developed into certain companies that are actually selling us or manufacturing our pharmaceuticals. It's a crazy web they weave and you have to really look, but you can Google it, you know, um, it's out there to, to see and to actually, you know, research if you want to, as you know, I research everything. Um, but when we're talking about chemicals in the environment, in the air, the water, you'll hear me say that over and over and over again, we have to keep our body pH balanced because what happens in our body, if we're not pH balanced enough, it goes into an acidic state. And once that acidic state takes over, um, that is actually where we start to feel ill or we might get cancer or we might have other issues that um, come upon us. And it's not always, um, from things on the outside, as much as it can be from things on the inside, you know, when you say infection, affection and within, right? So an infection is on the inside and to help cut down on infections, we, we need to try to keep our bodies as balanced as possible. And, you know, I know a lot of us, you know, can't avoid, you know, chemicals in our everyday life. They're everywhere. They're in the products you buy, all of them. I was just out walking on the beach. I walked by a condo and they were spraying. It smelled like spray paint to me and it was horrible. Um, so I practically held my breath for, you know, a few seconds just to get by it. But, you know, we can't avoid them. They're there, but we have to make sure that our body is able to process them and detox them. And um, body movement, as I have touted since I started my wellness journey many, many moons ago, body movement helps every system get rid of these toxins. It keeps things moving, you know, and you probably know this, but how many of us know this, but don't actually practice it? And, you know, I go to the gym a couple of days a week, um, but I also walk on the beach, you know, once a week. I also do yoga in my living room once a week, I try to keep my body moving. And I notice that the days and the weeks that I don't move as much, I start to feel sluggish. I start to feel a little, maybe achy and swollen. And then I have to go back and make sure that at least I have tested this tried and true for me, at least three times a week, I have to do some kind of vigorous exercise. And that's what I recommend to everybody. And the other days you can do gentle stretching exercise. And that's also good for you as well. I'm, and I'm not talking about if you can't, you know, go to the gym, you can't do all anything strenuous. 
it, it doesn't take much. Like I said, go for a walk, you know, jog in place while you're watching your favorite show on TV, just something to keep it moving. Um, you have to, you know, I have a sit stand desk. You have to get up and walk around. If I sit too long, I can, I can feel it. I get up, walk around. I have to stand, sit, you know, go back and forth, change it up. You know, this really helps you stay more pH balanced. It helps you get rid of all of the acidicness in your body because when you are acidic, it is ripe. You have a, a ripe environment in your body for, you know, anything to happen. And, and another theory that seems to be a little bit crooked these days is like this germ theory. And I get it, you know, everybody's, you know, all about, you know, germs cause illness. However, we have awesome immune systems. And if we keep our body in balance, we have a better chance of actually um, staving off some major infections. Um, we won't be able to do everything, like I said, because there's so much bombarding us these days. Um, but you also want to, you know, try to keep your belief system calm. You want to live without fear. You want to make sure you have a strong, you know, spiritual foundation. You want to make sure that you have a strong sovereignty within your own body and who you are. And you want to make sure that, you know, you're staying calm. So meditation is great. Like I said, my stretching exercises that I do at least once a week are great for detoxing and de-stressing because stress will also cause an acidic body. And I remember a long time ago, I did a, a blog post on acidic body, acidic mind, and how they're interrelated. So we all know about the mind-body connection. And so you want to make sure that your thoughts are not acidic and fear creates acidic thoughts. And that is one of the main things that can cause your body to be stressed, tense, and more acidic. And it's also fear, worry, and um, anything frightening, <laughs> you know, uh, that's why I don't watch uh, actually scary movies. I don't want that adrenaline spike. Why don't I want that adrenaline spike? Because it actually causes more cortisol in your body. It actually causes a spike in certain um, things um, body chemistry wise that I don't want to spike in my body if I can help it. So I don't watch blood and gore or scary movies because of that. Um, there's also other reasons, um, but also make sure that you are, you know, staying away from toxic people. I know we've heard of this and it doesn't mean that the person's bad. It might just mean that, you know, if you don't have the ability within yourself to stay calm and realize that that's their journey and this is yours and you have to cohabitate, um, then you might have to separate to stay away from them. But for the most part, if you do your spiritual work, you do your inside work and, and you try to clear a lot of toxins out of your life, you can probably handle um, so-called toxic people a lot better, believe it or not. And you can stay calmer and you can actually feel more at ease uh, around them. Not saying to hang out with them all the time, but you know that is another form of toxicity that we want to make sure that we're avoiding if we can or at least cutting back to a minimum. And like I said, doesn't mean the person's bad. It just means that they have their way, you have yours, right? And uh, that can be very challenging as we know, but we don't want it to stress us out because if it stresses us out, we become more acidic. If we become more acidic, then that will also cause a pH balance uh, problem. And it'll also 
you know, be a ripe environment for, you know, cancer or, or becoming ill. Now, let me tell you just one thing about, you know, the chemicals. Yes, they all have an effect on us. Everything I spoke about has an effect on us, but there's also another thing that um, has an effect on us, but it's, it's hundred percent our responsibility to take care of. And that would be that when our bodies need to detox, a lot of times we will literally feel like we're coming down with a cold. And I'm sure some of you have thought, oh, I must be coming down with something. Maybe for two or three days, you feel a little bit off or you think you're coming down with something and then you don't quite get it, right? That's your body trying to detox. Sometimes when you have a full-blown cold and you know, of course they say that the coronavirus is causing colds and other things, um, and other viruses are the cause of the illness, but I'm going to, I'm going to draw the line in the middle between terrain theory and germ theory, because I know from experience when I get run down, when I don't watch what I eat and drink, what I, when I don't exercise as much or, you know, sweat out those toxins or take care of myself, I am more prone to feeling like I'm coming down with a cold or getting a cold flu type of illness, right? But instead of worrying about it, I thank my body. Why am I going to thank my body? Because my body is telling me that it's trying to get rid of toxins. You know, so you might have a runny nose, you might have a headache, you might have, you know, other symptoms, but if you are healthy enough, you should be able to get through those symptoms. And if you keep your body balanced enough and stay away from as many chemicals as you can, or at least try to detox all of these chemicals, you should be able to handle it. And it's also your body's messenger saying, I'm detoxing this stuff. I have to make this body do this. I have to make this mucus to clear this out. You know, I have to make the, the body have a stomach issue to get rid of whatever's going on. So there is a little bit of overlap here. If we can all just meet in the middle between germ theory and terrain theory and say, okay, even if these germs are coming from the outside, we call it an infection. If I am infected, that just means that from the inside, <laughs> I have an internal issue as well. It's not just the germ, right? It's, it's also... I'm off balance. So that is a signal. Whenever I feel like I'm get, coming down with something or I'm getting ill, I know, okay, I'm off balance. I've got to figure something else out. I've got to, you know, cut this out or add more of this. Now I take a really good vitamin and supplement regimen. I only go over those with my personal clients. You can have a personal coaching session with me over at leastempepi.com up at the top tab. You'll see one-on-one um, -on -one coaching. Um, you can sign up to get a package of those. But I do tweak my vitamins and minerals depending on what's going on in my body or in the environment I'm in. If I do not have my protein shake with my uh, supplements in them um, at least five days a week, I notice a difference after a week or two. I can feel the difference. So you have to keep up on it. It's your responsibility to take care of your body and keep up on this. And you may think that it's not, but in a way, you know, if your body is you know, always having to detox, you might always get sick. If you're always run down, you might always 
feel sick because your body's constantly trying to detox the things that you're not detoxing or the things that you're putting in. And it's saying, wait a minute, my bathtub's overflowing too much. Let's uh, get rid of some of this. So believe it or not, messenger RNA also triggers within inside your body. We all have a microvirome. We all have it inside of us that triggers and says, okay, give her a runny nose, give her a you know, stomach ache, tell her, no, that's, that's not what we want. Let's, uh, let, let's give her a little bit of a, you know, uh, diarrhea, you know, a little bit of a, whatever it is. Okay. So just always check in with yourself. If you think, oh, I caught something, just remember if you have an infection, there's also something else going on in your body. You want to be aware of that. You want to cut, cut out as many chemicals you, as you can. You want to keep your body as pH balanced as possible. Um, I also go over pH balance and I have the tools and the programs for those in my monthly membership, which is a you know weekly group. We meet weekly. You can go over to lisaandpeppy.com or a wellnessawakening.com. And you can see that on the group coaching page and the tab. I uh, hope you'll get in there. And for those of you who just want to go check me out on lisaandpeppy.com, my whole front page has a bunch of freebies on there. You can at least get on my mailing list and get into my free Facebook group if you'd like. But on that note, so chemicals and you, let's make sure that the chemicals are not in you. And if they are in you, that we can detox them. Uh, just a couple quick hints. I always drink uh, lemon water at least a few times a week. Uh, it can be warm or it can be cold. I do both. And uh, that actually helps your pH balance. Um, I also try to eat more vegetarian meals during the week, you know, and then maybe once a week I'll have some chicken or once a week I'll have some fish. I try not to overdo it. Um, animal meat is very acidic. So make sure that you keep that to a minimum. That should be a treat, you know, once a week or so. And uh, that's about that's about it. That's about all our bodies should, you know, can handle, you know, we really shouldn't be eating meat every single day. It's, it's very acidic. And um, they do sell pH strips, you can get you can get them uh, online. And you can actually test your pH balance like every day. And it's real easy to do. So I recommend just might as well get them. I think they're only like five to $10 a little box. And um, you can actually have fun with that and play around with it and see what your pH balance is every day and uh, see where you land and uh, see what needs to be tweaked. And one other thing, which while I'm thinking about it, speaking of tweaking, um, one thing I did this year that I've been meaning to do for a while is I stopped drinking coffee. And a lot of you are probably like, whoa, not coffee. Well, I used to be a big tea drinker, um, you know, black green. I used to love uh, oolong and a couple of others, but I started drinking coffee when I met my fiance and Oh, I just started to feel so acidic. I could tell my body told me that's another thing I teach to my one-on-one -on -one clients. I also teach that in my, my group coaching is how to tune into your body, how to be intuitive, how to know what your body wants or doesn't want. My body was screaming at me for like at least six months about the coffee thing. And I finally, finally decided to give it up this year. I went back to drinking oolong tea and my body has loved me ever since. Um, Coffee depends on how it's processed. Uh, if it's grown with pesticides, there are a lot of pesticides in it. If it's processed with chemicals, you're going to have more chemicals in it. And the end product when it's roasted also creates another um, chemical process that actually is not really too healthy for us. Um, if you drink coffee, um, maybe you have a, I don't know, a cup a day. Um, I used to have one or two cups a day. 
um, you might want to check it out and find out where it's coming from, if it's organic or not. Organic is probably going to be better, um, and how they process it and what chemicals are using in the process. You know, I know a lot of people don't like to do their research, and you can't really read it on the can because they're not they're not told on the package of any coffee to put that on there. They don't have to. So um, what you don't know can hurt you. So do a little research on it. Um, just test it out. I know it, it would be difficult. A lot of people don't like tea. I find oolong tea to be mild. Uh, green tea is a little bit too uh, rough for me on my stomach, especially in the morning. I can drink green tea later in the day after I've had something to eat, um, but not on an empty stomach. Same thing with black tea, but oolong tea for some reason doesn't seem to bother me. Um, so give it a try and just know that when your body is screaming that it really is having a problem with a food or something you're putting in your in your body just know that maybe you have to tweak it a little bit you know just to help it out a little bit it's really hard but if you can get rid of at least one or two chemicals you know that are that you're taking in uh you'll be a lot better off you'll keep your microbiome and your microvirome in balance you'll keep your ph in balance and you'll feel a lot better for it so all the chemicals that are outside of you, okay, we can deal with a certain amount, right? But we don't want them inside of us because they will actually lead to infection and other disorders. And uh, we'll go into that another time because um, I'm running out of time here, but head on over to lisaandpeppy.com, pick up a few of those freebies, get on my mailing list, and I will talk to you so soon. Stay in balance, watch out for the chemicals in you. We just want to keep them outside of us and have a good one. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Alrighty. Well, bye-bye. And I will talk to you real soon.